93.3 KXNO. The PSAs you hear on Miller and Condon and iHeartMedia Des Moines are presented in part by Nick Mick. We take care of our own. Now, here's Miller and Condon. Ken Miller. Trent Condon. Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO. And now on 106.3 FM. All right, good morning, everybody. Welcome in. Miller and Condon on a Wednesday. Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. It's Trent Condon and Ken Miller. As we talk sports with you for the next couple of hours, thanks for spending some of your morning here with us. The BMW Des Moines guest list shapes up like this. At the bottom of the hour, we'll head to Vegas. South Point, uh, to be totally accurate, that's where we'll find Chris Andrews, a longtime line maker, bookmaker in uh, Las Vegas. What, Trent, mid-70s is when Chris got to Las Vegas, I want to say? I've been there a long time and uh, still there. Uh, We'll talk with Chris Andrews, who I have to assume the books had a pretty good night yesterday with all of parlays seemingly alive to the suns. Mm Mm-hmm. Going down in flames uh, as uh, New Orleans, how about that big upset last night uh, over Phoenix? So Chris Andrews will kick things off at the bottom of the hour. Uh, to start hour number two, C.J. Moore covers college basketball for The Athletic. Good gets. Looking forward to speaking with, uh, with C.J. Uh, we'll do NIL with him. We'll do college basketball with him. Uh, is um, There's certainly a lot of topics to mull around. Kofi Coburn being one of them. He is leaving Illinois. Doing the right thing. No. I don't think he is either. Leaving money on the table. Probably, right? I mean, how much did you see? You were the one that uh, I think, un- not uncovered, read somewhere where he was making like over a half a million, was he not? I, I don't know if it was that big, but it was certainly six figures that he was going to get coming back. I know the Indiana guys, both Race Thompson and Trace Jackson Davis, there were, I think, 125000 each for mm-hmm. those guys. Yeah, it, it was pushing up to a big number. Maybe it's just at the point where he says, hey, I only got so much basketball. I'm going to give it a shot here and, and see what I can do. But leaving money on the table and going out there and playing in the G League for <laughs> yeah. forty grand a year. I wonder if that's that, what's... As opposed to coming back to Illinois, mm-hmm. chance at a Big Ten championship, doing all those things. And with it, making a pretty good bank. Yeah. You know, Trent, the whole NAL thing, and then Cappy will finish off the guest list, by the way, at uh, at 1130, David Kaplan from Chicago. The NAL has been a big topic, obviously, the last couple of days mm-hmm. because it hit close to home with the Tyrese Hunter. You know, trying to figure out how this is going to be reined in, because we keep hearing it, um, you know, some somebody's going to rein it in. It can't continue on like this forever. It, it seems to me like there is a not a simple fix, but certainly something that I think should be um, put out there is, is these guys that are getting six figures, uh, like the two kids from Indiana, like the $8 million that the quarterback from Tennessee got. What's he doing to earn that money other than playing sports? That's not NIL. And, and name, image, likeness. How is he using his name, his image, or his likeness to benefit whoever is paying that, as if it's from a collective or whatever, mm-hmm. um, because it has to be a work relationship, does it not? Or that certainly is how it was intended. Could that be a way of, you know, proof that you're actually earning this money other than playing what was not too long ago? And I say the word in quotations, amateur sports. You can try that. It's still going to be a sham. You know, we have, all have great, great ideas, right? What well, I'm not saying that was a great one. But I know exactly what you're saying, but... This is going to be the same thing that we heard for years, and Rhett Bomar showing up at a car dealership to work. And he wasn't really working. No. 
He was just showing up. Same thing here. I've seen a few of these collectives that are tied into engagements, where it's just showing up, shaking hands, doing those kind of things, going to local charities. That, that checks up. the box. Yeah. And that ultimately can be a very good thing mm-hmm. if that's the way that it is. But if you put those parameters in place, again, it'll just become a sham. Look, we're, we're taking this out of the dark recesses of sports. This is something that's been happening in college sports. Yeah, but not to 8 million to the tune of 8 million. Are you sure? Well, no, I'm not sure. But wouldn't one of that big... I mean, somebody would blow the whistle, right? If so, I mean, you would think as much as these basketball coaches seemingly, or any coach in college sports, the first thing they have to do, because it's, it's in that uh, unwritten coach rules, is you have to praise the other coach whenever you're at a press conference. <laughs> They're very well coached. Um, so, I, But that aside, I have to assume if somebody was making that at the expense of another school, then it were, when there still were seemingly rules in place that someone would have blown the whistle. Well, we had Will Wade talking about going out and making a big-ass offer. He wasn't fired until... But what was his big-ass offer? And would his big-ass offer be laughed at today? Well, regardless of what it was, he was outright cheating. Uh He wasn't fired. We got Bill Self just won a national championship. Mm -hmm. He told an executive from Adidas, I need some real dudes here. What does that mean? How are you going to get real dudes when you're talking to a guy with money that has been known... To give that money. Yeah. We know exactly what it sure. is. This thing's been out there. And now it's out in the front. And now we're knowing exactly how much money is out there. Go back to the Boeing case at Louisville. This guy was not even a McDonald's All-American. He was a top 50 player. He was like Tyrese Hunter, like Tyler Cook. That kind of recruiting ranking is what we're talking about. And he was getting six figures at the time. It's out in the open. It's easier now. And ultimately, this is a good thing to get these young men the money that they absolutely, positively, in this billion-dollar sure. enterprise... That they deserve. I, I would like to see them earn it, as opposed to just committing to go to play school there and whoever writes that big check getting the, I don't know, I guess it must be some sort of satisfaction knowing that you are helping my school get better because I was the one that wrote the check to get uh, player X, Y, and Z to come to my school. But if they work for it, if they do check a couple of boxes, I don't know. I'm just trying to think of how is this going to be reined in? Because seemingly this was an eye-opening week for so many people, for so many people. Um, you know, it's yeah, that's what it's going under the NIL umbrella, but it's really not name, image, and likeness if you don't have to do anything for it other than show up and lead your team to victory. But that's your image. That's your likeness. Your likeness is on the basketball floor. If you go to the children's hospital, that's a good thing. But does oh, look, that ultimately it's raining. Matter? Oh, what a beautiful day, huh? This spring has sucked. It really is, Trent. Absolutely brutal. Well, uh, so we'll talk to CJ more about that, but um, but more so about college basketball because, Mm -hmm. honestly, it kind of makes my head hurt, you know, just trying to figure out, um, A, if you're right, and and I know you're right to an extent, how did we miss this that's been going on forever? um, It's what you said before. You didn't want to know. That's true. You didn't want to know. But I had no idea it was to this extent. Then I think I, I then I think I would have wanted to know, but anyways. So let's go to last night. There were three games in the NBA. The mm-hmm. one that moved the needle most of all, to, I think, to us is with the Timberwolves yeah. in Memphis. And man, this game got talk about a. a um, I mean, I don't know how you play in the playoffs when you get away seemingly with what both teams did in game number one. I mean, you couldn't. You really had to almost cut off a limb to draw a foul um, in game one. Yeah. Last night, on the other hand, you. I mean, 
not breathe on a guy, but it it was completely um, opposite ends of the officiating scale, right? They called everything early in that basketball game. 50 fouls called in the game. It was stop and go. Mm -hmm. Never got a good flow to it. None. Right at the end of the half, you saw a little bit of a run there from Memphis, and T-Wolves just never had that third quarter run. Just always waiting for it, and it Mm -hmm. never came for them. They got what they wanted, right? They got split. split. Yep. Got the split. Home court's back on their side, and it's going to be banged up in Minneapolis for games three and game four. And it's tomorrow night, game three. Yeah, quick turnaround. Love that. Just the one day off in between as they travel and make their way to Minneapolis, but talking to a lot of people up there. A lot of buzz for the Timberwolves. Is that right? A lot right? of excitement uh, for that Game 3. You know who we'll get, we're going to have to get on, and I don't know if we'll be able to do it this week, but uh, and hopefully if they're still alive next week. We'll get Paul Allen on. Oh, that'd be great. We'll yeah. double-dip him with the uh, the draft and, and, and uh, obviously the T-Wolves and the Wild, too. I mean, mm-hmm. they're, they're big stories. They get set to embark on a, uh, a playoff run. Uh, but, yeah, there the wasn't the Wolves' night last night by any means. It was close for, what, the first 12 minutes? Mm-hmm. Maybe, it's like you said, at the end of the second uh, second quarter towards, the, uh, towards halftime. Memphis went on a little bit of a run, and you know it's it's almost like um, I don't want to say Minnesota was satisfied knowing that they had a split, but they didn't have the urgency that we saw in game number one. That's fair to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got what they needed. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's not going our way. All right, we're not going to double down here. Yeah, Cats in foul trouble. He picked up his third early. They left him in, or picked up a second early. They left him in, picked up his third, uh, and then had to put him on the bench. Beverly was, you know. Typical, <laughs> the antics, the shenanigans, but he he did not have a good game yesterday as well. I posted it to you yesterday. I said somebody's going to get one of these road teams is going to get a win. It's going to happen, right? It yeah. seems. And of the three, mm-hmm. uh, T Wolves, of course, you can come up with a scenario. They just sure. won game one. Hawks, hey, is a Trey Young game where he goes off? Yeah, that could happen. Not in a million no. years. No, did I think this Pelicans team? Nope, was going to do that. In Phoenix. Right. I thought they'd maybe get a game in the series. Did but you see? I didn't. I thought it would be a sweep. Yeah, I thought they'd get a game. Those, those game threes and even game fours, mm-hmm. you'll see. Didn't the, they start out the season like, weren't they awful? They are 0-11 or something like it's that. Something crazy, yeah. right. And here they are, uh-huh. now with the split, and they go back to New Orleans, and Chris Paul, he, he was really good, really in control. Aiton had a great run in the fourth mm-hmm. quarter as they looked like, yep. all right, the Pelicans have done their thing, but here they come, and... Just never could get they over the hump. Did. It was, I, I could not have seen that coming out of really well, was the, the six games quarter. the last two days. Yeah. That was the most shocking uh-huh. one that could have happened, and of course that's the one that happened. No, I'm with you. That's why I think it was probably a very profitable day for the yeah. uh, for the uh, sports betting operators. And they needed it, apparently, because they had been struggling in the NBA playoffs with the favorites Is that being right? as good as it was. I think going into last night, favorites were... I think 16 games that are like 12 and 4 against but nothing the number. as crazy as the 22 and 0 no. in the NHL right. that we saw over the weekend. Which is another one. But I just saw something in passing. We'll ask Chris Andrews about that at the bottom of the hour a little bit more because I think you're right. A lot of people had that tied in. Uh-huh. Easy money. All right. Memphis, they're not going to get right. these both at home. All right. Going to put them in a money line parlay. Heat, they take game two. And you just throw the Suns in. Bump up your ticket a little it's bit. It's free money. Right. Absolutely, what I did with the uh, the Iowa game in the NCAA tournament. Free money, free money, Uh, not so much. No. Uh, Anyways, uh, doesn't Chris in the South Point aren't they usually one of the first to come out with their college football lines or something? Yes. Do they do lines or do they do win totals? They do. Well, they do them both. I don't know which one comes out first, but yeah, that's something that Chris for a long time has really worked at. Mm -hmm. Even back when he was in Reno, it was something that he worked to do every. Have you been to Reno? I never have. Um. I've never stayed there. 
I've been to Lake Tahoe. Okay. And How far is that? You know, I'm not exactly sure. I think it's close, but my Canadian's showing. Gotcha. Um, and that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Just absolutely beautiful. But uh, Reno itself, eh, I don't know. Um, so that's where he worked prior to, huh? Are you, are you Googling? I'm Googling. See how far down. Reno yeah. is from Lake Tahoe? Yes. All I remember about Lake Tahoe is the water is crystal clear, but it's cold as ice. It's unbelievable. Because I think it's so deep. Uh-huh. I think it's one of the deeper lakes. Anyways. Uh, so, uh, otherwise, um, Booker's injury, the hamstring that he, uh, that he aggravated. Minutes, by the way. It's 45 minutes? 45 minutes. Um, what, what, because this is something that he had during the regular season, if I recall. Yes. And missed, I don't know, probably, well, he missed a few games. Can they afford to sit him down now going up? I mean, uh, going into New Orleans with series tied to 1 1. I still think he can. Air on the side of caution. I think he can get away with it. Even if you're down 2 1, you still feel good. This team's going to win three out of four. Well, getting I him healthy. I think so. I mean, look at that roster. McCollum's a really nice player, and Ingram mm-hmm. was out of his mind last night. Let's be honest. Um, he was unbelievable. Na- uh, Nance Jr.'s a good player, but. Better players reside on Phoenix. Herb Jones, I love Herb Jones. Do you? I remember Alabama. Yeah. yeah, fell in love with him. But yeah, this is a New Orleans team that is, eh, they're all right. We for the last two months, you've said Suns are unbeatable. I think they were. I thought they were. There wasn't anybody that you thought. Well, now could, I think Golden State might be that. Team. And Golden State's obviously mm-hmm. ascending, coming up, and uh, we have to take a peek at those odds and see how much they've increased. Down well, because you day. said. Um, Two days ago, Monday there was they were plus six fifty, five fifty yesterday, and five fifty yesterday after they had their win. And now after the Suns lose, is it? Oh, I gotta think. It probably tightened up a little bit. Isn't it crazy how those no, odds just is. continue to shift and change? And if you bet the futures markets, you gotta wait for the right price. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so we'll see. Baseball from last night. I watched the uh, your, the final two winnings of the Royals and the Twins. That game was was close. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Royals were able to shut it down. Staubaum picking up the save in that one last night. Uh, the Cubs were, well, they fought back. They, they were due for a disappointing start from one of their starters. Mm-hmm. And that came yesterday with Justin Steele. Hendricks was better on Monday. Still not the professor, um, but he was, he was better. Uh, but last night, um, Tampa just jumped on this Tampa Bay. I have no idea how year after year the race continue to, cause look at their roster. I mean, well, it's kind of like it's kind of like the Marlins roster. Only for whatever reason, they get more production out of them. How about Wander Franco, though? Oh my God! Yeah, yeah. Other than him, <laughs> everything that we heard about him, he has absolutely delivered. His, this home point in his run. Oh, he hit. What did he do? He hit. He, he, he homered. He doubled. I think he walked his first plate appearance. I saw his home run uh, to uh, to left center. He just absolutely crushed it. Uh, yeah, he's a superstar. He's, he's a our, superstar. Hitting over 400. Is his he OPS over 400? Is, OPS is oh. over 1,000. Not bad for a guy that's, what, 22 years old? 21 still. Just turned 21 in March. And what did they sign him to? What was that deal? It was, uh, well, he's obviously going to get another one before his, uh, yeah. before his, or at least another one. I just, you, you wonder, where, where will that other one be? 11 years, 182. And that's including- probably got a bargain. A club option for 2033. Yeah, probably got a bargain out of that. 2033. Because he'll be, what, 32, 31, 32 years old? He's the, uh, he's the biggest superstar in the game that, that um, the fewest people know, right? Yeah, yeah. We know Sotal. We, we, we know the young guns in the league. But this kid here, he belongs in any conversation uh, amongst the best. 
And it was uh, another one of the bullpen games for the Rays last yep. night. And started out with Whistler and went from there. But, mm-hmm. yeah, just I don't know how they do it. There's no money. They have a crappy stadium. <laughs> but they're and, and they've had guys that have been pillaged away from that organization, from sure. Friedman with the Dodgers mm-hmm. to so many guys that have gone on and departed for, I'm going to guess, higher-paying jobs, moving up you know, the ranks, if you will, in front offices, and yet they continue to do it. Of all the organizations... It really in sport that have that many limitations and compared to what they are. Well, their biggest limitation is their ballpark. It's brutal, right? Hideous. And, and I don't know Tampa well, but the the natives tell me it's not. It's a place you don't want to go to. It's not easy to get to either. Uh-huh. You have to cross some kind of bridge. That big right? bridge, yes, yeah. absolutely. And it's just it's not a great place to go. Mm-hmm. It's not a great place to watch a game. You're in Florida. Mm-hmm. You're sitting in this crappy dome. No, I told you I've only I've been there twice, and both times I saw the Tampa Bay Lightning play there. Never the Tampa Bay Rays because that was the first home of the hockey team. And they, they used to pack that place didn't and they? pack it. Yeah. Yes, I mean so uh, matter not what the what the uh, seating was for, but it was mobbed. Just crazy to try and get into that place. So, um, yeah, he's 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 a hell of a player, no doubt about that. All right, so uh, baseball from last night, basketball from last night. We did the NIL. Uh, it's going to be fascinating to see where it goes. Going to be fascinating to see where it goes. I think a lot of folks have really come around to start calling it what it is, and it's, you know, I guess it falls under that name, image, and likeness umbrella, but, boy, it sure seems like it's more than that. I got something here for you. Uh, well, didn't even give you any heads up about this one. Those are the best. What have you got? This is a ranking. This comes from Yahoo of the starting quarterbacks in the Big Ten heading into the 2022 season. Now, there are a couple of surprises on this list. Where, guys. Where's the list from? From Yahoo. Okay. And a little bit of a surprise. Some of the guys now at the top spot. Yeah, I mean, it makes... Ohio State. Yes, of, of course. I mean, it goes without seeing C.J. Mm-hmm. Stroud after what he did a year ago. Yeah. No doubt about it. Number two, Talia Taglavoa. He's, he had his moments, Trent. Didn't look good against Iowa, but there's more than one game in a season, mm-hmm. and he was really good last year. Mm-hmm. Now, the guy that I'd put number two is Aiden O'Connell. He's a stud. Yeah. That dude is Seems really like he's been really there forever, good. right? Threw for 3,700 yards last year, 28 touchdowns, Jesus. and taking Purdue to a nine-win yeah. season. Number four, they just put whoever the Michigan starting quarterback is. It doesn't matter who ends up being it, but a Cade McNamara, J.J. McCarthy, whoever it is, they just put him number four on the list. Number five! You know who we haven't got to yet, I thought, after his freshman season, or after I saw his first game on that Friday night against Northwestern? Graham Mertz. Graham Mertz. Oh my God, is Wisconsin got a player. Is it, Are we going to get to him on this we'll list? We'll get to him. Wow. He's about halfway through the okay. list. Number five, Casey Thompson at Nebraska. Already? Did, did you did like him things. at Texas? I did. Did you? I did. Certainly like him a lot more than what they've had with Martinez yeah. the last few years. I say I, he never wowed me. I don't think there was a wow moment with him. Number six, Peyton Thorne. Okay, he's, yeah, all right, yeah, he's like yeah. a a B, right? Mm-hmm. He, he's fine. Mm-hmm. Number seven, your boyfriend Graham Mertz. <laughs> I, I, how we, how you can put him seven on a list of fourteen quarterbacks? We certainly haven't seen it yet. No, outside of that no. game against Illinois, no, his first start of his career. Sean Clifford today. I'd put Clifford certainly above Graham Mertz. But um, maybe we're just arguing semantics here. Mm-hmm. Number nine, Tanner Morgan. From what he was two years ago to today. Trent, we haven't got to Iowa City yet. <laughs> Hold on. Remember, we got 14 quarterbacks we're going okay. through. Number 10, Connor Basilic, the old Missouri quarterback. Don't know. Guy that I was hopeful that I would get involved in in the transfer uh-huh. portal. Of course, that didn't happen because they got their guy. Number 11, this guy sucks. 
Ryan Holinsky. Jesus. Yeah, we still haven't got to that guy in Iowa City. Wow. Number 12. And who's the writer at Yahoo that's putting this together? Uh, this is from Andrew Harbaugh. No relation to Jim, I don't believe. Number 12. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tommy DeVito. Good God. Danny Son? I don't know. I don't know either. Coming in from Syracuse. He's a gra- He's a transfer coming in, and he'll take over for the Illini. Number 13. Here we go. <laughs> Hawkeye fans, you've been waiting. There he is, Spencer Peters. So who's 14? Uh, the Rutgers quarterback. What's this guy's name? Gavin Wimsat. Never heard of him. He was a four-star. So you're saying... Spencer Petras. That's brutal, Trent. A three-year starter mm-hmm. is 13th. And what did Iowa do to combat that? Nothing. Not a damn thing. Nope. Nope. Not a damn thing. Business as usual. Well, well they, that's not exactly true. They had the quarter, quarterback coach retired. Right. That's what they did. Yeah. Things aren't going well. This is what we're going to do. And we're going to double They promote it from within. Great. <laughs> Great. Now, when you put it like that, when you're number 13 in a 14-team league... And your quarterback coach retires, and you got an opportunity to do something different, but it's working out so well that you promote from within. Mm. Number 13. a lot of pressure on that kid, Trent. Can you imagine if if uh, well, let's week week one aside. Week one is mm-hmm. it's about getting the kinks out, right? Sure. But week number two, you know, it's going to be there, right? For week two, they're down ten nothing oh, in the second geez. quarter. There's been a couple of three and outs. Mm-hmm. The streak is I think coming is, to an end. Story County, you can hear them from Polk County. I really believe this is a situation with the fan base that's untenable. I don't think that there well, is... Well, if the start goes awry... Yes. I think it is such a bad place with that fan base mm-hmm. that it's just a, it's going to happen at some point, that the Boo Birds are going to be there. And go back to 2001 and Kyle McCann and that game against Michigan and how yeah, ugly that was for was. a fan base. We're, we're talking about for him. two decades ago. Uh-huh. This is going to be worse. You heard the rumblings all throughout Kinnick a year ago. Mm-hmm. And now, another season of doubling down, of not going out and looking after a grad transfer quarterback, looking for something else, not even sniffing around to see what was out there. Well, I, go, I want to believe they did that. And they didn't, they didn't close the deal, obviously. I want to believe that at least they kicked the tires. You don't think they did? I don't think so. I, I think they truly believe that Spencer Petrus, and I understand he's a good kid, mm-hmm. but it doesn't matter. No, a lot of that's good that's kids. not what our purposes are here. Right. He's a bad quarterback. There's no two ways about it. He is a bad quarterback. And now you're going into the third year mm-hmm. with him as a starter, and you've done nothing to alleviate well, it. Well, you rinsed and repeated it. Yeah. And you go back, and now Brian Ferentz, who has no background as a quarterback coach, is the quarterback coach, and he's an offensive coordinator that has been nothing short of brutal in his six years, would this, could, could this be a scenario? If, I mean, if it does go awry, right? Mm-hmm. And if it if it if it is just as brutal as the picture you're painting sounds like, um, could this be? Could this get the natives as? I mean, what, might we, we hit a breaking point with the fan base mm-hmm. and the coaching staff? I, I get where you're going. The head coach, yeah. I not could, that could you, this be they it? go three and nine this year, right? And Petrus is terrible, right? And they put in the backups, and they're terrible too. Uh huh. No. It, it wouldn't get to a point where Kirk's out. No, but but Mike Bryan might... My, my, yeah. Now, that is something that absolutely could happen. Uh-huh. And the pressure would be immense. And how difficult, I'm sure, that would have to Ooh, be for Kirk. Baby. And this goes back now when he was brought back in 10 years ago. Could I, he I do that? Like or, or or to save face, would he... It'd have to be Barta. No, but true. But but about my point being, if if he had to fire Bryan, because it is as bad as the picture you're painting... Would it be easier to to 
walk away. Walk away, yeah. knowing that whoever gets this gig is going to, you know, do the dirty work for him. Which because he's not he's not going to keep Ryan. No, whoever no. comes in here, right? Probably. I don't even want to think about a three no. nightfall in either destination, Story County or um, over in Iowa City. Well, they still got that defense, and that defense is going to be yep. elite. And maybe it's another Phil Parker special, and it might have to be. They take that crappy offense, so they go might nine have three to be. Again. Might have to be. Well, Wouldn't be the first time. No, uh, it's ten twenty-five. We'll get our time out. We'll head to Las Vegas. Looking forward to catching up with Chris Andrews. Um, Gary Dolphin apparently on Monday night. Uh, this is from our uh, Guttenberg office. Yes. Got a tweet. Gary Dolphin said Monday night that Petrus will be attending the Peyton Manning camp. Well, Manning camp. No, I'm with you. I mean, look, it's, you're getting tutored from, it's not just Peyton and Eli. They bring in quarterbacks, you know, pro, pro quarterbacks. Been there, done that. Oh, college quarterbacks that have had good careers. He looks great in a red jersey. And thrown against air. Last summer, Trent, I mm-hmm. came back there after I saw that uh, that little video on Twitter of him thrown to uh, uh, no, no rush or no, nobody covered. The nope. guy was throwing it to, but boy, who's putting it on the money? Well, of course, because that's what he does. And then when the bullets start flying, yeah, it's, it's bad. We'll take our time out. Chris Andrews from the South Point will join us off to Vegas. We shall go. Looking forward to catching up with C.J. Moore. He kicks off our number two on college basketball. Uh, we've got David Kaplan as well. The Cubs go down to defeat the Bulls. If it would have, should have. Game number one, game two coming up tonight. Looking forward to catching up with Cappy. But right now, it's time for another $1,000 home run. Enter the nationwide keyword win at kxno.com. That's win at kxno.com. Stand by for another chance in hour number two for another opportunity to win $1,000. But right now, the keyword for the 10 o'clock hour win at kxno.com. Win at kxno.com. Chris Andrews from the South Point, next. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. Dirty box. Now back to Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO and 106.3 FM. Here's Ken and Trent. Welcome back, Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Time to go to Vegas. Chris Andrews works at my one of my favorite spots in Las Vegas, the South Point. As a horse player, Chris, uh, boy, we're getting squeezed on this trip. There's not <laughs> yeah. a lot of places left. Uh, not that yeah. we don't like to dabble in sports as well, but, man, you guys do it right in the hot dog carts right there, and it's a buck and a quarter. Um, Barbary Coast brought, the, brought it over there. The good fond memories of that as well. How are you, Chris Andrews, Trent, and Ken? I'm doing great, guys. Thanks for having me on. No, I appreciate it. So you guys aren't going to join or follow suit, right? And it's pretty tough to do, though, to do, uh, take away some of your horse uh, televisions because it's two separate areas, and it's packed every time I'm there. Oh, no, our, our, our race book, we're, we're either one or two in the state every year, you know, as you look at the uh, weekly counts and the weekly numbers and all that. So, no, that's not going to change, uh, certainly not anytime soon. I mean, we got a whole room huge room dedicated to it and like i said on the weekend certainly it's full you know tuesday wednesday might right. not be quite so much but uh, yeah for the big events we even open up uh, the room upstairs for you know derby uh sometimes a preakness and if we got a triple crown coming uh we, we open it up for the belmont too so and then of course for the breeders stuff 
Hey, Chris, speaking of the South Point, I saw a couple of uh, college basketball games that were played there. Of course, Orleans, they always have a big tournament during November, December, uh, that time period, college basketball. You guys just dipped your toes in a little bit. I think Drake was scheduled to play there maybe in the uh, the year after COVID 2020-21 uh, season. That game ultimately was scratched. But is that something that you guys are working to get more, more college basketball games perhaps being played right there at the South Point? Well, yeah, Steve Stallworth manages our arena, and he was with Michael Gaughan when they owned, uh, when they had the uh, Orleans. Mm-hmm. So Steve put together a great college, a great schedule for everything over there. Then when he came over to uh, to South Point, uh, we didn't quite have the same facility that the that they had at the Orleans. So we started out with women's basketball, and like a lot of them were Division three schools and stuff that you that I certainly never heard of, right? You know, but we started there, and it's grown slowly, and I think it's going to grow from there. So uh, we definitely want to get into the game as far as a lot of other places in Las Vegas are doing it. You know, as far as uh, those kind of events, we we we've kind of become the capital of the world. It's not really not that far to go, <laughs> but uh, but that's what we've become. No, no doubt about it. You know, speaking of uh, up uh, of events that have an opportunity to grow, I know it wasn't hosted at South Point, but you were there, as I saw a lot of Twitter pictures of it, and you of some of uh, your peers, um, colleagues, etc. This bet bash uh, that was yeah. held was it. Sweet 16 weekend or Final Four Final weekend? Four Final weekend. Four weekend. Yeah. Uh, I mean, talk about the who's who of sports gambling and guys that have been in the business forever that I would just like to sit at a round table and listen to you guys talk, Chris. I think this has a chance to be really big, don't you? Uh, yeah, I think you know, this is the second year, and Spanky, I've gotten to know him over the years. Uh, he's a countryman of mine, so a fellow Greek from New Jersey. <laughs> and he put it together last year in Jersey, did it this year in Vegas, and I hope he keeps it there. And like I said, it's at the Circa, and you know they're definitely competitors of mine. They're also friends of mine. Too. Sure, I've known I knew Derek before he owned the Circa. You know, he was a customer of mine at South Point, wow. and uh, same with uh, Matt Metcalf, who yeah. uh, who's the, the, the sportsbook manager. So I've known those guys a long time. They did a, a great job of hosting it. They along with Spanky, and it was really a lot of fun. And uh, so five hundred dollars, you got the whole package for the weekend. Um, you know, and I think a lot, I haven't heard any negative, uh, reviews on it myself. You know, really it was great. And, uh, you know, guys get together and we, you know, I mean, we always love telling stories about, uh, our bad beats, yep. our big wins. Although most people don't tell you stories about their big wins. They're more, they, the, the bad beats are a lot more interesting. <laughs> For you know? sure. So, uh, we talk about those and, uh, and, you know, I think a lot of people gained a lot out of it. And they asked me, like, why would you do that? Isn't that, you know, the enemy over there? And I said, you know, it's kind of like when you're watching the NFL game. You know, and after the game, what do you guys do? They go, you know, midfield and they shake hands mm-hmm. and, hey, nice play. And, you know, you beat us today, but we'll get you next time. And it's kind of it's kind of one of those mentalities, I think, with, uh, with all of us in this business. There's a lot of money out there. And kind of as it passes through, you hope to kind of grab your piece of it. But. Uh, but we're still all of the same ilk, and uh, you know that in the end, we're all you know most of us are still pretty good friends. Keep your friends close, keep your enemies close, or something <laughs> like that, right, Chris? <laughs> something like that, maybe. Well, your your enemies have got you the last couple of nights until last night Ooh. in that nightcap, as the Suns get not just not cover, they get beat outright by New Orleans. NBA playoffs favorites were really good and still are really good overall. Can't be good from a sports or writing perspective. All these favorites winning early on. What have you seen in the NBA playoffs? 
No, we've been getting trounced. You know, I walked <laughs> out of the, uh, I walked out on Saturday. And I usually, I take Sunday and Mondays off. So I went, I went home Saturday. We were up really good, but and I left, you know, not early, like five thirty, six o'clock, something like that. And uh, they always text me the figure at the end of the night. And from being up pretty good, we got destroyed. I said, holy cow, how the hell did that happen? And of course, well, the scores. You know, and then Sunday wasn't any better. And, you know, you're talking about basketball, but 22 favorites in a row won in hockey. You know, and, uh, well, I'm going to give your listeners out there a tip, too. The worst team in baseball, National League for sure, is the Cincinnati Reds. And they're playing the Dodgers, who are the best team in baseball. And we just could not make those prices high enough. Really? And of course, after they left Los Angeles, they went down to San Diego. San Diego, not, they're not the Dodgers, but they are a very good team. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're, they're pounding against Cincinnati on a daily basis. And I understand why it's just a horrible, horrible team. I don't know if they can win 60 games this year. So if you're out there betting baseball, you know, try, you know, find the best price you can, bet against the Reds. You know, you're not going to win every game, obviously. You're going to sure cash an awful lot of tickets. No, I thought that team was going to be Oakland, Chris. Are, what, are they? They can't no. be good for business. No, they've been playing decent ball. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I know Oakland's just a really well managed team, and I thought that they would be certainly way, way down this year because they lost so many guys. But still, the crux of that organization. No, they're not, they're not very good as far as attracting fans and that sort of thing. But they do know baseball. Uh, so I figured they'd be a little better than people expected. I thought the other team that's out there is Colorado. And, uh, you know, I talked about them on, well, somebody else's here. I said, yeah, this is a team. I mean, they can't win a division. I don't think their pitching just can't hold up, but that's a pretty decent team. They're probably a little better than people think. And right now they've been, they've been good. And some people have been on them, uh, continuously. So that's a couple teams to watch, but, you know, baseball's streaky and it's, Six months of a grind, you know, so kind of watch the streaks and that sort of thing. And always be careful what, if you're betting against the team, the prices you're laying, which I'm have, I have a feeling you're going to be laying some big numbers against Cincinnati pretty soon. But For sure. I don't think the numbers have caught up yet because they're, they're just a bad, bad baseball team. You know, and speaking of betting baseball for years and years, I mean, you wouldn't get anything more than a minus 180, minus 190 on a money yeah. line. And now, what was it, a year or two ago, I think there were a couple of prices that went north of minus 400 on a, a single baseball oh, yeah. game. You just can't make them big enough, right? And, and the gap, is the gap that much more significant between the elite teams and the bad teams, or is it more just a pricing thing that you guys have had to do? You know, Trent, I'm not sure I can give you a really good answer on that. That's a good question. Um, you know, things, you know, with with the Internet today, with uh, – you know, Twitter and Reddit and all these other things, like things can kind of get accelerated and exaggerated. Um, you know, sometimes it's true and sometimes it isn't. I always say, like, when you're looking at certain events, let's say, and baseball is not a good example, but let's say uh, tennis or boxing. And, you know, favorites, like, let's say they're minus $5 or minus $6. Sometimes you scratch your head and say, should they be like minus $20 yeah. instead mm-hmm. of 5 or 6 you know? And like I said, baseball is certainly not in that category, but, a lot of times when you did have a team that was minus 240, you know, maybe they should have been 340, you know. Um, so you see a lot of that. Now, the one thing that does kind of neutralize that is because now pitchers, it's not like, and what, I mean, I think I'm a lot older than you for sure, Trent. Uh, but I remember when pitchers would go nine innings, that was in the price. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, five, six innings, that's all you're getting. So we're getting a lot of guys play first five innings. And I think for astute uh, handicappers, uh, they seem to be playing that a lot more. 
Will, uh, once, once the Golden Knights are eliminated from postseason, it looks as though they're right on the cusp of being so. Uh, do you guys have a lot, um, uh, are there a lot of, I guess, um, a lot of, of uh, Golden Knights money out there that obviously is not going to cash because they've got no chance, I don't think, to win the Stanley Cup. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. But uh, were there a lot of Golden Knight tickets sold? I'm assuming the answer is yes. Yeah, there is. There is. But i got to tell you, so I've been, this is uh, my seventh year at South Point. And when I first started, I, you know, and I grew up in Pittsburgh, so, I mean, I'm a big hockey fan. I used to have to fight with my supervisors every year to get, you know, hockey on TV. And now, even forget the Knights. You know, there's a lot of people in Las Vegas who have come from, you know, Pittsburgh, Chicago, New York, Boston, Detroit, wherever. You know that they love hockey, and I think the Knights kind of ignited uh, that interest, certainly in the betting aspect of it. And you know, even though we will definitely miss the Knights not being in the playoffs, I don't want to say that's not true. But we have built such a clientele. And not just the South Point, but the whole, all of Las Vegas. The people now are really turned on to, first of all, what a great game hockey is. And secondly, what a great betting game it is. So, I mean, it'll hurt us with the Knights. Because I'm with you, Jim. I, even if they sneak into the playoffs, they're just playing terrible right now. They won't go far. Uh, you know, they, you got some good teams in the West. A few good teams. Calgary, the Wild, mm-hmm. uh, and the Avs, of course. I think they're the class of the whole league. You know, so I don't think they're going to go very far. But uh, I, I, I'm kind of with you. I don't even think they sneak into the playoffs. I think they get eliminated pretty quick. Talk with Chris Andrews. He's the sportsbook director at the South Point in Las Vegas. Well, Chris, as you know, our market here, it is very college sports heavy. And, of course, people are already looking. When are those futures going to come out for college football? When are we going to get a point spread for the Iowa State game? You always work to be one of the first to get your games of the year out there, also your over-unders for college football. Where are you right now in that process? And can you give us a target date when we're going to start to see those sheets out there at the South Point? Yeah, probably towards the end of May. I, I'm not going to do season win totals for all 130 teams this year. I mean, the transfer portal mm-hmm. is just too much for the, for me to keep up with. And it's one of those deals where, like, I was talking, you know, we wound up okay because, you know, games of the year were good, uh, the divisions, et cetera, et cetera you know, the, the conferences, I mean, and all that, wound up being pretty good. But on on season win totals, I screwed up one team, one, and we lost so much money on that one team that it kind of wiped out my whole problem. So I was 129 and one as far as, I mean, I didn't win 129, you know, but I had the right price, let's say. You know, and, you, know you win or lose a couple thousand either way. But one, I got absolutely trounced on. I said, you know, I can't keep up with the, the, the portal goes all the way to September anymore. Right. You know, you just can't keep up with it. And it's like one of those, well, you know, I mean, I'm running a business uh, besides handicapping, and it's just impossible to keep up with. So I'm going to do, like, probably, I don't know, 20 or 30 teams where, you know, we know Georgia's going to be real good. We know High State's going to be real good. Uh, you know, those kind of teams. You know, I haven't looked far enough into I mean, I know I, we have a lot of Iowa people, probably a lot of it thanks to this show, uh, <laughs> that come out to South Point, really. And I'll probably use Iowa and Iowa State. We we do get a lot of people from there. Um, so I'll probably use those. But I'm probably not going more than like 30, maybe 40 deep with season win totals. We'll, we'll see how it goes from there. But I will have games of the year. We'll have a full menu. Last year we had 100 games a year. Mm. We'll probably have right about the same amount this year. I, I haven't really got, 
gotten into the schedule completely. But, you know, as always, I mean, every year in college football, of course it's a great schedule. I mean, how can it not be? Right. You know, so we'll be about, we'll have right around 100 games in the year, but only maybe 30, 40 um, season win total. Uh, last thing for me, Chris, when you put up your uh, your, your Super Bowl odds, um, was what, did the pros attack a particular team uh, that made you reevaluate? Was there one team that made you think, wow, what, how did I miss this? Or, or what did they see that I don't? Well, no, but I I did put out the Buffalo Bills at eight to one, and I thought that was a very reasonable price. We have so much Buffalo money, you know. That's when, when all this thing came out about Tom Brady, and you know, and one of my companions, and he says he got misquoted. He, you know, it's a good friend of mine, Jay Cornegay. Mm-hmm. He said he didn't make a big deal, but the press kind of. Looking around with it, but they were asking me, "Did you want an investigation?" I said, "I don't want any kind of investigation. I'm in way worse shape with Buffalo than I am with Tampa Bay." Yeah, you know. So, and I don't think there's anything nefarious going on. They're just a really good team. It's man, they're they're betting them like they won. And the AFC is really tough. Oh, yeah. But uh, man, I got a ton of money on Buffalo. You know, I guess I, you know, at the time I said, well, I got 11 months to figure it out. But, man, I got a lot of money on him, I can tell you that. Chris Andrews from the South Point, uh, great stop. If you're headed to Vegas, leave the Strip. Uh, do yourselves a Well, it's still technically on the Strip, right? Just the but south end. Tip of the Strip, we Yeah, call it. Tip, tip of the, the Strip. strip. Uh, good stuff. Chris, love these conversations. Thank you, Chris Andrews. Appreciate you coming on. All right, guys. Talk to you soon. Yep, Thanks a yep. lot. Good Bye-bye. to talk to you. Chris Andrews. Uh, from the South Point. Good guess. I love Chris. Um, I, I love his property. Mm-hmm. It's a great place. I like staying there. I like eating there. It's um, Yeah, that's where we stayed last summer. It was. I had a ball. Yeah. I, I had a ball. My son just moved to Las Vegas his first two nights in Las Vegas at the South Point, both of them. <laughs> betting on the horses, yeah. betting NBA. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's more my speed anymore. You know what, Trent? That's a good way of looking at it. it it's, it's kind of... I don't want to say it's it's not slow. It's a tick slower though than the yeah, strip. Yeah, I think so. I think if you were to if you were to take a look at the demographic, it's probably well, it's not probably it is mm-hmm. a little older. Um, it, there's more hardcore old boots yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, in the place. Whether you're you know watching or betting on sports or betting on horses, it's such a great place. And this is not a paid endorsement. No, this, this is nothing. This oh. is just nope. Ken and I, and I've known Chris now for oh been talking about the air for 12 years probably mm-hmm. just happened across his over-unders one year when he was in reno and he just put him out there on a website and hey i kind of like this guy and yeah. brought him on to talk about iowa and iowa state win totals and we hit it off and been friends now for 12 years and had dinner with him last time i was in vegas got to hop in his nice sports car he gave me a ride home nice. afterwards <laughs> he's doing well at the south point uh yeah look at when um when we were out there at circa for the uh, uh for conference tournament weekend I left two days early so I could play horses at South Point. Yeah. I, I just love it. I just love it. Sitting in the book. Uh, there's something about it. Have a Stella. Oh, for sure. A. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a great plot. Anyways, we'll take a time out, come back, finish up the hour. Uh, hour number two, going to talk uh, college basketball. C.J. Moore covers it for The Athletic. Look forward to catching up with him. We'll do some NIL with him, but more. We'll move around college basketball. Kofi Coburn is leaving Illinois. He is uh, turning professional. Now, what I didn't see in his release was um, he's hiring an agent. Yes. Did, 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 did he say that? I, I believe this is also his second time going through. True. They changed the rule where before you could go multiple times, put your name in and oh, pull I didn't it out. Know that. Now after you do it, and that was the same thing with Isaiah Brockington going back to his decision because he'd already entered the year previous gotcha. when he entered the second time. 
you're automatically in at that point. You get one free run now, uh-huh. not two. There's probably so many that were doing it, right? right. They were overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, 10 minutes before 11. If you missed it earlier, the keyword in uh, the 10 o'clock hour, go to kxno.com. The keyword is win. Win at kxno.com. Your chance at $1,000. Another one coming up in the 11 o'clock hour. Miller and Condon are on. Des Moines Sports Station, 106.1800. Bets off. <laughs> Condon, welcome back to Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. In our final couple of minutes here, and staying with the gambling theme, mm-hmm. you pointed we, this out to we me. We have a theme, don't we? We do. We really do. Uh, it's a good one, I think. Uh, the At Bet Rivers, uh, they have put out the, what, a handful of games on opening weekend, Labor Day weekend. Yes. Did you see the Labor Day game, by the way? The Monday night game? The Monday nighter, the standalone game on Monday night. Hasn't been very good lately. And... It's going to stink this year. It's Georgia Tech and Clemson. And Clemson is what kind of favorite? <sighs> Clemson is 20 and a half. You cheated. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> I did look at it earlier, but it still popped into the head. Uh, 20 and a half. Three touchdown favorite on Monday night. So, feeling pretty good. You're watching college football, last one of the weekend. Want to bring it out in style with Remember a good game. Remember we had the two years ago, 2020, when a lot of conferences weren't playing. Do you remember yeah. the game that we got for that standalone? It was, uh, no, I don't, but I remember it was a school we normally wouldn't have watched. BYU-Navy. And Navy hadn't practiced tackling. That's right. Yes, 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 yes. So at least Georgia Tech will practice tackling leading oh, into I the game? I want to think they will. Uh, the Sunday of, uh, of Labor Day weekend, Florida State LSU. That's going to be pretty It's a uniform good. game. It is. LSU, three and a half point favorite. Florida, Utah, it's a point and a half. But then the other ones uh, that they've put up at Bet Rivers, you can find these at Bet Rivers. Like, as I said, there's only a handful of them. Ohio State is a 13 and a half point favorite over Notre Dame. Georgia, Oregon, better than two touchdowns for the defending national champs. Doesn't that feel huge? It does. Yeah. These are the ducks we're talking about. Well, does this count as a future if you bet this in April? It's kind of like a future for you. Yeah. Nah, not playing the game. Still not playing the game. No, not playing the game. What's the other one? Arkansas is a seven and a half point favorite over Cincinnati. So if you like to bet college football uh-huh. and look at point spreads, uh, at least they've got five of them up there. Chris said that South Point would get theirs out end of uh, May. Yep. Uh, what did we hear from Mike Palm? They're going to get some of their stuff up about the same time, I thought yep. he said. Uh, from Circa. Everybody will have spring football for it wrapped up, then a chance to crunch some numbers, see what happens. Players leaving in the transfer portal after spring practice or after the semester and have them up here late spring and we'll be firing away. Some breaking news from the Big Ten. The Big Ten basketball tournament will be moving from Indianapolis. Next year's schedule will be played in Chicago, but the men's tournament in 2024 is going to Minneapolis. Is it really? How about that? Okay, I could see that. I mean, moving it around. They've mm-hmm. done it before. Uh, I've been in Washington one year. I've been uh, in New York one yep. year. Um, yeah, this one makes sense. I mean, I don't think we can bitch at this, can we? No, absolutely. It's right up the road. I'm in. Miller and Condon back for hour number two. It's next. David Kaplan will be part of it. C.J. Moore from The Athletics. Speaking of college basketball, he'll kick things off. We're on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO.